0: So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves.
1: Hello everyone. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted to have you with us. Honored, aren't we, darling? Absolutely. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. And those of you that are faithful to watch the program, those that even pray for us and are and partners with us, we're just so grateful to we can serve you in this way and share with you the good news from the Word of God. Things you might have not remembered in a while and things that are always needed to be re- reminded about of who you are because there's sure a lot of stuff out there that'll try to talk you out of who you are, isn't that right? Every day. Every single Every day. day. Every that, that, single only, day. That, that's the only
0: a move hell has is fear yeah. and doubt.
1: That's, try, right. Try Boy, miss, that's right. try to make that's you make right. you
0: or mis mistalk or right. you know, get scared or right. Or hide or you know, be fearful or to think maybe this isn't true. What right. I wonder, I wonder. That's hell's only move.
1: No, that's right. I I think the thing, and I'll just say this, and then I want you to get to your point uh, on some things we were talking about in the prior program. But the thing that opened Deans and my eyes about the the priority and how the devil comes to steal the word Mm -hmm. was that parable that Jesus taught in Mark chapter four. Sure. And we happened to be riding; we were working for Jerry and Carolyn Seville at the time, and we were riding in the back seat. (laughs) of their station wagon and their little girls were in the back. And we had left our boys with a family member to be cared for. And we were on our way to Arkansas to preach for Cherry Jerry was going to preach for Charles Caps, And on the way there, we had Cherry uh, put in a cassette tape of um, Brother Copeland preaching on the sower sows the word, the mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. And, the, and that was how Jesus termed the Bible And in that parable, he called it the sower sows the word. word. And the first time I ever heard that, the lights came on as to why the devil tries to bring doubt and obstruction to everything that you are believing God for. Every time you get a little piece of meat from the word of God and step out to try to... uh, act on it. Sure. The enemy is there to kill, steal, destroy, take everything from you. And Brother Copeland so aptly explained all of that to this Pentecostal mind, uh, driving in the car there, that it just forever changed my life. And Very I'll good. never forget, by the time we got to Arkansas, I was having my own personal revival. I got it. I Dean got it all ahead of time, just was, you know, maybe months ahead of me in understanding. But at that point, I'm telling you, I got it. And I had never heard anybody teach it like that before. And Terry, that the word, that the that, that when the, the word is like a seed and it gets sown in your heart and it's up to you, if you're going to let the rocks or the thorns choke it out, or if you're going to actually act on it, guard Absolutely. it, keep it, and not let the... The cares of this world, deceitfulness or riches, lust for other things, persecution or affliction get in there and stop you from acting on the word. And then Jesus said, If you don't understand this parable, how are you going to get all the others? If you don't get this point, how are you going to get all the others? So it's all about the word. It's It's all all about the word. It's all about seeds. Coming out of your mouth. It's all about seeds.
0: It's planting. It's seed time and harvest. Yes. God said in Genesis eight, as long <laughs> as, as long time as there, remains, I mean, there will be seed time and harvest. If you ever, I've said this many times before, but if you ever want to psychoanalyze God,
1: yes, you put him on a couch. I'm glad you're then, saying that.
0: Then you always are going to have to. You have to understand one thing about him. that With him, everything is seed time and harvest.
1: That's exactly right. That's how that's he exactly thinks. Right. That's how
0: he. That's how he built the system. Yes. And so, uh, so the devil knows that. Yes. And so, here, so every time a seed's planted, here comes the locust. And right. here comes the caterpillar. And here comes the birds. And here comes everything right. to dig up the seed, dig yes. up the seed, dig up the yes. seed. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I mean, the Word of God. Get to where your mouth is comfortable. There's a great verse over in Proverbs that says, mm-hmm. it says, if you'll stay in the Word of God, it says your mind will become uh, accustomed to believing it. In other words, your mind and your heart Mm -hmm. will become accustomed to believing it, and your lips will become accustomed to saying it, Proverbs says. So I just, you know, once I figured out a few of those basic things, then that phrase, the word, literally, Opened up in the Bible to me to realize sure. that God's talking about what comes out of His mouth. Sure. He wants to come out of our mouth. Well, that's
0: what I said on the program two or three weeks ago. Uh, it, that if you don't, if you don't think it, you won't say it. If you right. don't say it, you won't do it. Right. That the, all, you know, the right. leg bones connected to the foot bone. It right. all, it's all runs together. Well, because it's, based on, it's based on laws. Believe
1: in your heart, best back with to what your what we were talking about last the week. Words. We were talking about the, the Legacy
0: Series. Yeah. And uh, we said in the Legacy Series, we're going to put together, and it'll be ready next month, uh, four messages that the Lord's given me over the years that I've preached right. all over the world. People's lives have been changed, miracles. That's and true. It, it's who do you say Jesus is. That's one of those great, right. marvelous, right. wonderful <laughs> sermons. And it's so simple oh yeah all my stuff's simple <laughs> you know i'm a missionary i have to make it simple <laughs> that's right and uh, and then and then uh, salvation is of the lord wow. one of those powerful revelations and um, how to live stable and unstable times and then what we were talking about last week and going to talk about today is uh, where the word of a king is, there the is power. Mm-hmm. That's there right. is power. And so anyway, we need to uh, get on with that because the clock is my enemy. I've always said I only have two enemies, the clock and the calendar. They're both always marching, marching, marching. So so I was in Tepepulco in 1976, <laughs> 26 years old. Uh, I was in Tepepulco, Mexico, and I was preaching at this church. Wayne Myers had asked mm-hmm. me to go or ordered me to go to this church and preach for two weeks. And so I was, when I got there, it was a disaster on Sunday. Uh, I preached this great message on Sunday night on where the word of a king is. There's power. Ecclesiastes right. four, Right. And Job 22.28 and the decree of thing, and it'll be established unto you. Right. And I told the people, you're kings and priests. God's already made you kings and priests. He's not going to one of these days. But if you're born again, you're a king and a priest already. He hath right. made you past Absolutely. 10 kings Absolutely. and priests. And last week I gave the scriptures for that. So if you didn't hear last week's program, go back and pick it up. And, uh, and and all the scriptures are there to prove yes, the point. And yes. I gave those people in that church uh, all the scriptures to prove the point. And Renee, they were just miserable. They just <laughs> sat there. Their <laughs> body language, their heads were I down, their hands imagine. were down. Nobody said amen. You know, Nobody said the whole praise church. the Lord. It was miserable. And I preached and preached and preached. And finally, I finished the sermon and uh, called people up for prayer. And they came up for prayer and nothing happened. And I'm not used to nothing happening. I'm used to something happening. Right. And I was laying empty hands on empty heads and nothing. We got to the pastor's house, and his wife was cooking supper for dinner for us. And I said, Pastor, what's wrong with your church? You're, they're messed up, what's going on? And he said, Brother I'm really sorry, I should have canceled the meeting. The only reason I even had you is because Brother Wayne Myers told me to have right. you. And I said, well, that's the only reason I'm here because he told me to come breach. And uh, he said, I should have canceled the meeting. I said, well, what's wrong? And he said, well, we're like Detroit is in the States with this town and the next one over. We build automobiles and railway cars and things like that, we're an industrial town. And we make good money. And he said, and everybody in town is, 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 is employed by this big, right. huge, um, company making cars and stuff. And, uh, he, um, I, he said, and they're closing down Wednesday morning at nine o'clock this week and here it is sunday night that is bad news and and he said it's going to affect the the economy it's bad people are scared people are upset they don't know what they're going to do they don't know what the future holds he said even the president of mexico has come up and made speeches and said the government will try to help you but it's going to be really bad the economy is going to be bad and I said, well, is it a strike? Is it, they're in negotiations? He's no, no, they're done. They're done, they're closing down. He said, Wednesday morning, nine o'clock, said the corporate heads have come up, even from the United States, and uh, uh, they've made the speeches and told everybody they're closing. Wednesday morning, padlocked in the door, nine o'clock. And he said, that's what's wrong with everybody. And so I said, okay. Well, Monday night, Renée, they all came back. I don't know why they came back, but four hundred of them came back, and uh, they just sit there, just miserable the whole night. And, and I mean, through the song service, through everything, just miserable. So I got up and preached a great sermon, and they just just sit there, just just like wow. this at a funeral, like they lost their best friend. And I just said, uh, I just stopped in the middle of my sermon, and I said, "Excuse me, excuse me, hello, hello, everybody, everybody, hello, look at look at me, can I have your attention, please?" And they look up here, and I said. Uh, um, I said, I, I need to ask you a question, a personal question. And I said, uh, I need you to be honest with me and tell me the truth. I, I said, Pastor tells me that the Dina plant is closing down, uh, day after tomorrow, Wednesday morning. This is Monday night. Wednesday morning, nine o'clock, the plant plant's closing. And I said, what I need to know from you is how many of you it would affect directly. Right when they close if they close i said either you work there your, your husband works there your brother works there your your son works there you, you know uh no women would work there back in those days right. but somebody in your family if they lose their job it directly affects you how many of you and almost everybody in church raise your hand and I said, okay that's all i needed to know i said i preached to you last night a wonderful sermon a wonderful word from heaven just for you god gave it to me for you last night. And I said, uh, I I told you that where the word of a king is, there's power and that your kings and priests are your words with power. And I preached to you out of Job that if you decree a thing, it'll be established unto you. And uh, so what you decree is going to be established. And I said, I said, but I said, I'm also a king and a priest. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm a man of God. And I said, my words are with power and what I decree will come to pass. I said, so I realized that the president of Mexico, the president of the whole nation, says the plant's closing. And I realized that the plant says it's closing, the corporate heads say it's closing, both national and international. And I said, but I'm telling you this, I decree to you as a man of God in the name of Jesus, in the office of apostle that God's called me to, that plant will not close down Wednesday morning nor thereafter. And if it does, you can tell everybody in these two cities that the God of Terry Mize is a liar. And I said, if it closes down, I'm a false well, prophet. I'm not a man of God. You don't ever have to listen to me again. In fact, if it closes down Wednesday morning, I'll pack my bags Wednesday afternoon and leave town. There's no reason for me to stay here. And there's no reason for you to listen to me anymore because right. I'm a false prophet. I'm not a man of God. I said, but I'm not packing. I'm not leaving. I'm going to be right here Wednesday night and we're going to have church. Wow. Well, they just sit there. they just miserable. Nobody said, amen, praise the Lord. Yay. Right. nothing. And so I preached my sermon, finished my sermon, called folks up for prayer, laid empty hands on empty heads and nothing happened. Tuesday night, I do not know why, but they came back, (laughs) all 400 of them. And I preached my sermon, and they sat there like this, just miserable. Not a hallelujah, nothing. I mean, so I stopped right in the middle of my sermon. I said, excuse me, everybody look up here. Can I have your attention, please? I said, I told you last night, but I need to repeat this tonight. And I said, uh, I I know that the president says it's closing. The plant says it's closing. You say it's closing. Everybody says it's closing. I said, but the word of the king is with power. And oh, decree amazing. a thing, and it'll be established unto you. And I'm a king and a priest, and my words are with power. And I'm going to decree. And I said, I decree to you in the name of Jesus, as I told you last night, that plant will Hallelujah. not close down tomorrow morning,
1: Thank you, Lord. nor thereafter, Strengthen and I decree it
0: in the office of the apostle that God's called me to, and if that if that doesn't happen, if they close, then I'm not a man of God, I'm a false prophet, and uh, the God of, you can tell everybody in these two towns, the God of Terry Myers is a liar, and I'll pack my bags and be gone, but I said, <laughs> I'm going to be here right here tomorrow night, wow. and we don't have church. They just sit there.
1: My goodness. They me. just awesome. sit
0: there, miserable. And I preached my sermon, called folks up for prayer, laid empty hands on empty heads, and nothing happened, we went home. But you know what, Wednesday morning- Yes. The plant didn't close. (laughs) And I tell you what, Wednesday night, we had us some church. I bet so. Big time church. There wasn't just 400. I mean, that thing was jammed, crammed, packed. People sitting in every pew. People sitting in the aisles and the floor. People sitting around around the walls. People uh, people sitting all up front uh, where the altar was. Uh, the doors, the windows were open. People standing outside, ten and twelve deep, looking in uh, to see what the Lord had done. And wow. I will tell you, Renee, wow. we had wow. miracles and miracles and miracles during that two week period. Yes, in fact, I in fact I went nice, and said, Well, let's just have morning meetings. Now the ladies and those of you who are not at work, I just come on in for morning meetings. I'll teach faith in the Morning, and we'll have evangelistic crusades at night with miracles and, and salvations. And uh, uh, during those two weeks, we had six children that were deaf and mute, Renee, deaf and mute, totally healed by the power of God. Helen. We had a little girl that died during the week. We raised her from the dead. We oh, had goodness. a little girl that was, so the pastor's niece. Uh, had, had had epileptic seizures all of her life
1: my, and my. they brought her
0: to me during the day and i cast the devil out of her now not not all epilepsy is a demon spirit but right. that one was in fact fact that demon spoke out of her to me and said some things that wasn't her as a demon and i cast that devil out and uh, that girl never had another seizure the rest of her life in fact i saw her i saw her grandmother. Decades later. And I yeah. said, how's your, how's your little granddaughter? Did she ever have another, or niece? Uh, did she ever have another? She said, she never had another seizure to, to this day. You know, it's 20 wow. some odd years later. And uh, we had miracles. We had a guy that had a stroke that drugged one side of his body. When he walked, he'd just drag and have his arm hang and his leg. And God healed him. Wow. I had a lady that had a huge gorder, bigger than my fist, right in the center of her chest. And I reached up and cursed that thing one night in a prayer line, and, and it fell off. And, wow. I mean, we had miracles and, I would miracles, say so. and, miracles, and miracles and miracles miracles. And the oh, pastor you, himself, uh, before I got there, Pastor Josue, uh, which means Joshua, Pastor Josue uh, had had surgery, and he had a plastic bag hanging on his side and tubes coming out of his body into the plastic bag. My goodness. The doctor said he had to wear the rest of his life. And... Um, not, they not, told not. him you can only eat uh, mashed up, pureed vegetables like baby food the rest of your life with no seasoning of any kind. You know that's practically a death sentence for a Mexican. Right. I mean, I mean, no, no, no salsa, ni picante, ni pimienta, ni nada de eso. And uh, he, he, he just, had, and I watched his wife prepare it every day for yeah. him. She'd fix me a regular meal, and she'd fix him that mashed up. You know, and, and back in those days, there weren't any food processors, no, so right. she had that mortar and pestle. You know, and she'd yeah. she you know that old stone bowl with a stone, you know, and she'd grind that, wow. you know, mash that stuff up until it's just mush, just baby food. Right. Right. And that's what he ate every day, three meals a day. It's what he ate, and was and and was destined to eat that the rest of his life. And uh, one night during those two weeks, I was preaching and the Holy Ghost was moving. And I turned around to him and I said, Pastor, you're healed by the stripes of Jesus. You go out and eat anything you want. And he went out that night and ate barbecued goat. And I tell you, he was completely healed from from that day to the rest of his life. He was healed. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, God did miracle and miracle and miracle and miracle. What great
1: testimony. And
0: uh, finally, I left there after two weeks, after all those wonderful salvations, wonderful healings, wonderful miracles, wonderful things that God did. And I left there, and I was driving back to Mexico City. And as I was driving back, I was praying. And I said to the Lord, I said, Father, I said, there's something that, that that's bothering me. I said, uh, two weeks ago, I said, I heard myself say that that plant will not close on Wednesday morning, nor thereafter. And I said, I'm not sure what that means. And I said, that that plant if it closes in a month or two months or six months, I said, those people are going to feel like it wasn't a miracle. And I'm going to feel like it wasn't a miracle. Right. And I said, so, but I want to be fair. You know, I said, I want it to be long enough that everybody knows it's a miracle. But I said, I don't really know, you know, exactly what that means. And so I just praying about it and praying about it. and, And so finally, I just, I just agreed with the Lord and said, i tell you what, I'm going to put my faith on 10 years. I said, if it stays open 10 years, there's just no way anybody can say that's not a miracle. Yeah. I mean, any business to last 10 years, you know, it's pretty good. Right. And uh, and so uh, I just locked my faith on it. And so I drove back to Mexico City and I was happy with that, and that was 1976. So every year I checked on it for 10 years, all the way to 1986, and it was still open, still open. Well, I quit checking on it after that, but you know what, This this is 2021, right. and it's still open. <laughs> Still open today. Thank you, and Jesus. And I have I have friends in Mexico City
1: that are salesmen. Yes, I was with you and on the You were one, with me on one that's of them came right. up and
0: said, Brother Terry do you remember that that plant in Tepepulco that you declared wouldn't yeah, close down? I down. said, I said, yeah. He said, well, I, I sell to them. <laughs> They're one of my customers. Right. And he said, that plant's still open, never has closed. Right. And he said, and they tell the story all over towns. that everybody in town knows the story. So they don't know your name. They don't know who you are. They just say this gringo missionary, uh, <laughs> you know, came from the States and got up and declared that the plant will not close in the name of Jesus or he's not a man of God if it does. And uh, and so they tell that story. know it's a miracle. That's right. And so, uh, you know, that's just a wonderful marvelous, tremendous well, it really miracle is. of God. But we need to understand, and those people got to understand that if you're saved, if you're born again, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're um, well, you don't even have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. If you're born again, then God says you're a king yes. and a priest unto God. And uh, we need to understand that. And as in that office, we need to understand that where the word of a king is, there's right, power. Right. And decree a thing, and it'll be established unto you. You know, most everybody sitting here listening to me today knows my hitchhiker story, right. where I was driving through Mexico, and I picked up a hitchhiker, and he grabbed, took a pistol up under his coat and stuck it in my ribs and cocked the hammer and screamed at me and grabbed my collar. And he said, I'm going to kill you. Same thing. I begin to declare where the word of a king is, there's power. Mm-hmm. Decree a thing, and it'll be established. Unto you and I said to him, "Well, I'm a man of God and I've got authority over you in the name of Jesus. You can't kill me." Well, that made him mad. Yes, and right. uh, he said again, "I'm going to kill you." And I said, no, "I said I'm a man of God. I've got authority over you in the name of Jesus. You can't yeah. kill me." And and we went on down the road like this for a while. And finally, he was so angry, so mad that he just uh, said, "Get out of the car! Stop the car!" So I stopped the car at the side of the road in the Gornville. And he said, Get out. So I got out on my side. He got out on his side. And we came around the front. And he, and he, you know, said, Give me your money, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he walked up close to me and I stuck my finger in his face. I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And when I did, he hit me with that gun barrel. I mean, he popped me with it like that hard and knocked me back over my car. I was laying on the hood of the car. And he put the gun barrel right between my eyes and screaming at me and said, shut up. He's in his left hand like this up and down, had the gun in my head. He said, shut up. If you say one more word, I'll kill you. And I pushed myself up off the car and stuck my finger back in his face. And I passed his gun like this. And I said, I said, 'Cause you're saying things, you're decreeing things, yes, you're yes. you're declaring things, you're you're a king and a that's priest right. and, and and your words with power and you decree a thing, it'll be established on right. you. I said, I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You can't kill me. And you can't hurt me in any way. when I said that, he just jumped backwards a couple of steps. We're talking maybe five or six feet, just just backed up, lowered the gun and shot at me five times at point blank range, and the bullets didn't hit me. Well that that's just another testimony to Gosh. the fact that you're you're a king and a priest and your words are with power and you decree a thing it'll be established unto you uh, most people know the story when Jackie and I started to get married, and she said to me in tears, I don't know if you want to marry me or not. I can't have children, uh, and I'll never be able to give you children if you marry me. Plus, I'll be an invalid by the time I'm 30 years old. And I said, Jackie, who said that to you? Those are that's lies. Right. Who said that? And well, she said, well, the doctors told me and everybody else told me. And I said, well, I said, I'm telling you, God said you can have children. And I gave her scriptures out of the word of God. I said, God said, He ordered them in the Garden of Eden. He said, multiply right. and be fruitful. He said in Psalms 113, verse 9, uh, that He'd make the barren woman to keep house and make her a joyful mother of children. He said in Psalms 127, uh, verse 3, children are the heritage of the Lord, yes, the fruit are. of the womb's <laughs> His reward. Uh, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 7 13 says that there'll be neither male nor female barren among you. Psalms 128, thank verse you, 3, uh, my wife's are fruitful vine by the sides of my house, my children, all the trees you, round Jesus. about my table. Right. I I said, you marry me, you have all the kids you want. Not because of me, but because God said it. I'm decreeing and declaring what God's already decreed and declared. That's right. And, of course, we had four children. And I said, and you'll never be an invalid, never be in a wheelchair. And we had four children. And, and of course, she wrote that wonderful book, Supernatural Childbirth. Yes. And and still blessing people around the world with it today. And she's never an invalid, never in a wheelchair. And just just all those miracles and miracles and testimonies and testimonies. Uh, You know, I was in... in, uh, in Haiti, back in back in '03, and uh, President Aristide had uh, uh, invited 200 witch doctors and voodoo priests from different African nations to come to Haiti the end of '03 in December, and to have a big uh, uh, celebration on January the first of '04, 2004, uh, to rededicate the nation to the devil and to consecrate it to the devil as they had in 1804 and 1904. Now they are going to do it in 2004. Every 100 years was the plan. And, and I went over there in the summer and I told those pastors, I said, I decree to you as a man of God in the name of Jesus and the office of the apostle that God's called me to, that that ceremony will not take place January the 1st. And President Aristide will be out of this country, out of his office and out of this country in the name of Jesus. And that doesn't happen. I'm not a man of God and you do not ever have to listen to me again. Well, those pastors looked at me and rolled their eyes back in their head and thought, "Well, who's who's he think he is?" Right. But come I January, come January, right. I started getting emails from Haitian pastors saying, "Dr. Myers, Brother Terry, it didn't happen. They they canceled the ceremony. It didn't. It didn't happen. The, that they didn't dedicate the nation to the devil."
1: No, no, And then in
0: February, every news every news outlet in the world picked up the story that President Aristide fled his office, and then nobody knew why. Nobody knew why. You can Google it today. They don't know why. Fled his office and fled the nation and just disappeared. While well, he was president. Just left. And uh, didn't come back for 10 years. And in 10 years, he came back for two-week vacation and then went back home again. These have been back one time since then and went right back again. But though that's decree a thing, and it shall be established sure unto you. It's uh, The word of the is example. with power. And, of course, I could tell miracle after miracle after miracle after but this is all going to be in that legacy series those four sermons i talked about uh, and it should be ready next month uh that you can get a hold of these these four great marvelous sermons that god gave me uh, for specific things and specific times that'll work that's worked for so many people and that will work in your life as well uh, if you get a hold of it and put it put it to work
1: without having confidence not only just in the word of god but the word of God that we speak, like the scripture that says, "This is the confidence we have in Him," yes, that, that if we, we ask, ask anything, anything according to His will, we know He hears us. First John five. And if
0: we know that He hears us, then we know we have we the petition we desire of Him.
1: Then, and that's the spirit of the word of God: is that you know and you have confidence, and you you not only just believe God said it, but you have confidence when you repeat it and yes. say what he says yes. on that thing. And so it's it's just so important for us to know that, like uh, Hebrews 4, 12, over there, it it says that the Word of God, I think the Amplified reads it this way, it says the Word that God speaks is alive and full of power. Amen. And it will divide asunder even Mm. the soul from the spirit and the joints from the marrow. And so when we think about how powerful the Word of God is, Terry, and then you put it in in the mouth of a believer (laughs) that has, has prayed in tongues, knows what the Word of God says and believes it, then that same kind of power comes out of their mouth the yes. word of the king is with power yes. and so when the, when a king speaks there's there's everything in the kingdom of God that he has available as his resources to behind him Absolutely, he has all the troops he has it goes back he, to spiritual voice. Yeah, it goes back to spiritual authority. He has all the finances he has he has everything at every asset that he could possibly have at his uh, disposal. And that's what the Lord wants us to see, is that he has all of his kingdom behind us, that we can say mm. what he says and we can have what he has.
0: Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. I mean, it's just it's just startling. And when I learned that as a young mother <laughs> with two little the two little boys that needed healing in their bodies. I've You know, I just spent all my time trying to get into the Word of God. Every time they took Amen. a nap, I was in the Word. Amen. And I had to know that because I had to keep my babies healed. Well, our time has gone for today's. How did you do that? One more time. And uh, we are just thrilled and honored, as always, to minister to you. And we just want to remind you one more time that under any circumstances, in all situations, you are more More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye.
0: stories about being ended up here in Mexico being shot at by robbers Heating
1: up the stories that he would tell of his missions and ministry and it would build my faith